This is Object to This, an Ace Attorney fancast. I'm Stephanie. I'm fresh and crispy. I'm Michelle. I'm super, super, super blind. <laughs> super blind, you guys. Guys, I'm blind. Blind. Guys, you guys, I'm you blind. you blinded by science? No, not that oh, kind of blind. I'm sorry. Not the cool kind of blind. There's a cool kind of blind? Blinded by science is pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> now that we're done being insulting to disabled people. <laughs> news! <laughs> um, oh, there's news? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I was going to say welcome. This is an Ace right. Attorney fan welcome. cast. Welcome. This is an Ace Attorney fan cast. Uh, we finally got moved over. Hooray! Hooray! Hooray. Now screw that, let's talk about news. Okay, news. Okay. So there's not really news. I'm being I'm being full of crap. Okay, first okay. sad thing. Are you ready for the sad thing? What's the sad thing? April Fools happened. It did. It did. And there was a thing going around. I don't know if you saw it, but it was Ace Attorney versus Ghost Trick. Is that what that thing was that I saw retroactively? <laughs> I yes. saw people being upset that things weren't, like, something wasn't going to happen, but I had no idea what it was. Yeah, Ace Attorney versus Ghost Trick oh, was an April Fool's joke. That's me. Yeah, and we all cried forever. Uh, I want a Ghost Trick 2 more than I want an Ace Attorney versus Ghost Trick. I it agree with you. Been I either, anything, it would have been amazing. Yeah, I mean, I want more Ghost Trick, but Ace Attorney versus Ghost Trick probably would have been real good. But it was a cruel April Fool's joke. Capcom played that joke on us? I don't know if it was... It wasn't Capcom. It might have been Shu Takumi, but I don't think he's that evil. <sighs> he is that trolley, though. If we've learned anything, he could be that trolley. Maybe. Yeah, I mean... He did have Miles... So it's totally possible. Yeah, he did have Miles choose death. And then he's like, Prosecutor Miles Edward Tudor's death. And he's like, Shoot Takumi! So that was him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he is pretty trolly. It could have been... It could, and I mean, Netflix had that thing where it was like, new episodes of Firefly, so there's been worse. Yes. There's been more pain. So. We've had more pain. There's been more pain. There could have been investigations too being localized. That could have happened. Oh, God. That would have been horrible. Uh, what's the Again. What's the rest? Uh, okay. Um, uh, uh, Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney came out in Europe and Australia. Yeah, but we're not in either of those places. No, we're not. So poor us, the U.S., us, and Canada. Uh, we're never going to get it, ever. Well, I thought there was, it says somewhere, maybe Wikipedia, that says North American release... 2014? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true, but we still don't have an exact date. 2014? Then again, they didn't tell Europe and Australia until a month before, so... Eh. But I... I don't... I don't understand. Because it's not like we have to re-record it with American voice actors. We could just use the same ones. The same language. We all speak the American. No, it's not. Speaking of which, do you want to hear about American voice actors? Oh, yeah? What about them? Do you want to hear? Yes. Maybe? Do I? You do. You do. Maybe. Well, you do. So, 
one website that I found, BehindTheVoiceActor.com, said Sam Regal was Phoenix in, in Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney, but that's the only website I could find, so nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess Australia and Europe have this just <laughs> under such tight wraps. They're just like, hey, America and Canada, <laughs> you know what you want? Anything. Guess what? <laughs> we ain't doing shit. <laughs> oh my god, it's so we true. We are going to keep it to our UK and Australia sites where oh, it is region locked, so, so you Americans can't come over and visit them, and we're going to have all these great Google images that you can't see, because when you click them, they disappear, because we fucking hate you guys. Because <laughs> magic. Because magic. Uh, yeah, so... It's disheartening. If anyone who listens to us does live in Australia or Europe, please email us and tell us if it's I Sam Regal. There is. I think... I think Attack on Cutie does. Because she, Attack on Cutie sent us a message that said, I sent an email that there wasn't a step a stepladder versus ladder joke, and apparently there is. So she'll find out for herself since she's got a copy. Or he heals himself. I'm not sure of the gender. And then it says, Are you jealous of Australia now in caps locks? Abby Justice. <laughs> so I'm guessing it's a girl. Yes, the so answer is So we do have yes. a listener in Australia. Yes. Attack on Cutie, yes. Yeah, and I know, Please. I think Control at Llama is playing it too. So I hate you guys. Thanks for being listeners, but just put this podcast down, because I'm just going to talk shit about you for the rest of forever. No, I won't. I love you guys. But, uh... uh this country blows. This great Well, do you want to hear about Maya? What about Maya? What about oh, Maya? Right. <laughs> Wait, she's got a voice, Before right? you start waxing poetic guy? about how much you hate America. <laughs> it's, it's not Hillary Hagg. Okay. <laughs> it's um it's somebody who is nobody. <laughs> it's nobody. Okay, Her name is Samantha Dokken or Dyken or Dakin or Dokken or Dirkin or Berkin. Her name Dachin, is Samantha like D A K I N and she literally has no credits, no IMDB, no Wikipedia page. Oh hooray. <laughs> So we have zero idea what her voice sounds like and if it's appropriate. Well, I did go to her her uh the uh website of her agency, Hobson's International, and I looked at her page. <laughs> and they describe her You were investigating her... this shit. I was. He's investigating. They describe her as American, young, sparky, and bright. <laughs> so they described her for us. Instead of giving us an audio sound clip of what she sounds like. She has like. a commercial, too. Okay. They did. did they had an it? audio sound clip, like, of fake commercials for her. Yeah, I listened okay. to it. Uh, she was American Young, Sparky, and Bright. <laughs> oh, so they were on point. They know yeah. their employees. They know what they got. They got their talent on the dime. Yeah, I mean, what you're telling me. It was all commercials, so it it all kind of sounded like by Colgate, you know. But it, she did sound pretty adorable, so I think she could maybe do it. Well, she she did it, so let's see if it works. Yes. So, also, anyone in Australia and Europe, you want to tell us how that Maya thing worked out? Please let us know. 
anything, really. If you want to yeah. just, you know, I don't know, is is it is it got a hard copy? Do we know about this? Is it download only, or is it got a hard copy in in these countries? It's hard copy because I've seen pictures of people who had the case. Yeah, I mean, so you know, if you're like, you know, you really, you really love this podcast, and you really love Michelle and Stephanie, because we just like <laughs> we make your day. You know, you listen to these episodes on repeat. You could just slip that into an envelope, and you know, <laughs> postmark it. Stephanie, no, we can't play it on our American 3DSs. That's the point. Oh, I'm sorry. Put it in a slightly larger envelope with your 3DS. I'll give it back. Also, provide an outlet that makes it go into my American outlet. <laughs> we'll send it back. Cause, we promise. Because I'll send it all back. I don't want a keepsies. I got my own beautiful 3DS that's American with American plugs that go into our American outlets. But if you just want to, like, slide that into an envelope with your 3DS, your charger, and a charger converter, like, that'd be great. <laughs> and, you know, just put a return address on it. I'll give it back. Yeah, I mean, in, this like, is five foolproof. months after I play it. I don't see any way this could fail. It can't. And if they don't want to, you know, put the converter on there, maybe I'll spring for the 15 bucks that it's probably cost on American Amazon for it or something. Yeah. I mean, but maybe. I mean, yeah. 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 That's it for news. (laughs) Yeah, okay, news. Actually, that's That's it for the show. We can't talk about anything until you send us this game, so... Yeah, we're holding the podcast hostage until we can play PL vs. AA. <laughs> no, because even if PL vs. AA comes out, I'm going to need someone to sit there and solve all the puzzles for me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They better not send it to you. They better send it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, if I've learned anything, maybe maybe they dumbed it down for Ace Attorney fans. Since I've learned anything from Dual Destinies, they dumbed the shit out of the game for us because they thought we couldn't handle <laughs> clicking the buttons and presenting evidence until we got it right. So maybe the puzzles are dumbed down a little for us. Maybe. What I did see, like, I tried not to look at reviews and stuff, but I saw the court records, like, master poster reviews, and what I saw from the reviews was, like, high scores, but the latent parts are wicked boring. And I was like, well, what did you guys expect? <laughs> Well, there you go. It's probably wicked boring because yeah, they mean, made it super easy. <laughs> maybe. Maybe because it's super easy or maybe it's because Cord is awesome. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> World may n- we'll never know because we're American. Because <laughs> we'll never play it. <laughs> All right. Well, I got some news. Do you hear how beautiful and crisp oh, my voice oh. sounds on this microphone right now? I can't, but they can. I mean, yeah, because we're on a shitty Skype call. But my voice is so beautiful yeah. and crisp right now. It's like that Christmas episode, only better. It's You know why? It's because yeah. I got a new microphone. The same microphone as Michelle has. Woo. So now... We have magic microphones just... again. Hooray! And they're not $8. No, they're more than $8. They're more than $8, and you can tell. Yeah, you can. That was so. my news. <laughs> it's good news. I like it. Yeah. So we got a new provider and a new microphones for both of us and a new year. Exciting. Exciting, because this is the second year that we've been recording this podcast, according to Green Pepsi, and I'm sure and iTunes. And Tumblr. <laughs> And Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr sent us a cupcake. 
Oh, I did not see Cupcake, but oh. oh. Yeah, it's our second birthday, everybody. Happy birthday to the Happy podcast. Woo! And so what does that mean for everybody else? Well, you got crisp new sound. We got a new hosting site. We got a new logo. What more could you really ask for? I bet there's something you And then you hear in the distance everyone screaming, Badge Ballads 2. Badge Ballads 2. Yeah, so Badge Ballads 2 is going to happen. I'm going to say soon, but I'm also going to say after finals, so shut up. So I'm going to say in like two months. (laughs) Yeah, within two months before September. Yes. I forgot what month it was. <laughs> that sounded hecka late, hella late, but no. It's definitely, it's definitely before <laughs> September. <laughs> before September, because I won't have any time again in September. Exactly. Um. Yeah, so we're gonna have the summer of Badge Bells 2. What else have we got? Um, I don't know. A little something called social media, maybe? Maybe? What is social media? <laughs> Well, you know how we got that Tumblr business under control? We got that, like, off the hizzy. Well, I'm just saying, there's other things out there. There may be something called the Fache Book, is what I think it's pronounced. <laughs> oh, the Fache Book. <laughs> Le Fache Book. I don't know. I'm just saying. That's a place. I'm saying there's a... Oh, you hear a little birdie? Cheep, cheep. Tweet, tweet. I don't know. Maybe. Might you be referring to the Tweetums? Are you talking about the Tweetums? <laughs> the sweet possible Tweetums that could happen? Uh, Alright, I don't know. I mean, we're going to change the world if we've got a Tumblr's, a Fache book, and a Tweetums. We might change the world by having our own space. I'm not talking about what? a MySpace. I ain't talking about that. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't be talking about a MySpace. <laughs> I'm talking about a space. Online. Where you can go, hey, object to this dot com dot org dot gov i'm not sure i don't know what's taken dot tv dot tv addictus dot uk dot tumblr dot i don't know i don't know object to this dot rus we're from russia now um who knows this is a new year gonna bring some new stuff got some new stuff already happening uh, I well, can't make that any more super exciting. Yeah, I can't make any more promises because I can't. <laughs> uh, keep your eyes out for that, everybody. And I guess keep your ears open because we will definitely tell you if any of those actually happen. <laughs> yeah, and also notice how more consistent updating was not announced. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought about that, and then I thought about reality. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Maybe we can try that one. I don't know. Um, Although, maybe we'll have more episodes with you and me in the same room. I think that will probably happen. (laughs) I think you could say more likely than Badge Ballads 2, which is 100%. (laughs) I can work on badge balance too. I only have one class in the summer versus your internship. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, the nice thing, the, n- the nice thing about a real people internship is it 
It's only like you go in during the day and then you come home and you don't have to do homework for 10 hours. This is true. That's how law school really works. <laughs> Unlike law school and Ace Attorney, where you just go to high school. Yeah. <laughs> where you paint pictures of people. Uh, why are lawyers always art students in this game? <laughs> I goddamn wish I could tell you. <laughs> goddamn Ace Attorney. Because there's, think... two, there's two things lawyers are not in real law school, because I go to that, and let me tell you, it's one, mathematicians, they can't do math for shit, and two, <laughs> there's like one girl who majored in graphic design, who does, like, everyone's posters, and there's another girl who majored in art history who can't do shit. How <laughs> <laughs> so... did she get into law school? <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to know. The graphic design girl is fine, but, like, yeah, art history is kind of weird, but she, you know, you know, power to you. Do what you can. Live your dream. Um, I feel like I had... Another piece of information for the world. Oh, yeah. Asen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every year we talk about We're going to be at this. Anime Central again this year. Both of us. Um, both of us? It's it's new. New and improved Michelle's there. New and improved Michelle will be there this year. There's going to be an Ace Attorney photo shoot. So we probably will stop by and see if we can ask people some questions, Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think that the the new and improved, the new and improved two year birthday of of object to this might include us not just talking about ASN, us having something about ASN on the show. So stay tuned. We'll keep you posted. Yeah, and maybe maybe we'll try to have more guests on again. But we've alienated <laughs> most of our friends by playing Dual Destinies, and most of my friends have not. Oh uh, well. And our hectic, busy lives. <laughs> yeah. So there's always that. So, uh, that's everything. We've talked about this for 20 minutes. How about we move on to things you actually care about? <laughs> yeah, we can do that. <laughs> okay, so last episode, way back, way back when we recorded that in February. Jesus Christ. Um, we asked a question. Michelle, what was that question? <laughs> Um, to have it worded less cleanly, the question was, what the hell happened to, like, when Thalassa got shot, how did Magnifi get rid of the body, essentially? How did she end up in Borgania, thinking she was blind with a disabled minor to take care of? Yep. Um, so, yeah. Green Pepsi had an idea, which is pretty simple. He just shoved it into a crate and just frickin' shipped her off into it, Borgania. It being her daughter. Yep. And Green Pepsi signed that email. Uh, Green Pepsi, why can't I see him? Why does it smell like abortion? That's pretty good. Um, and then, oh yeah, Rachel! Email Rachel! Remember email Rachel? Uh, hi, email Rachel. Back for the birthday. Back for the birthday. Yeah, long time no see, buddies. So she thinks. <laughs> hi, all my buddies. <laughs> hi, all my buddies. Um, that's a deep cut. Uh, well, I <laughs> for a different podcast. <laughs> Not that we're on it. Um, so she thinks that Magnifi was connected to the mob through his family, 
who helped him disappear Thalassa. Shady seemed to be the type to be connected to the part of the mob, so she could have been given given a drug to make her lose her memory. Uh, and then she just got shipped off to Borgania through the mob. I like the mob connection, I do, because Magnify was, like, kind of a hardcore dude. He reminded me a lot of, uh, uh, Cad- Cadaverini, Cadverini, Viola's oh, yeah. grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Did we ever see him? I thought it was implied he was dying? I don't remember that case very well. I don't know. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Third game. <laughs> Third game, jeez. <laughs> It's not like we bring up Phoenix falling off a bridge every five minutes. Yeah, but that was kind of a huge thing. <laughs> I guess. Um, but anyway, yeah, so, I mean, I kind of like that idea that he was he's connected to the mob. Um, and then Shady probably didn't actually give two shits about his wife. He probably just did... He probably just got together with her just so he could get in... He could cockblock Valent. Like, honestly. <laughs> What more of a reason would he have needed than cock-blocking Valid? Well, we do blame him for getting rid of Apollo. <laughs> we do. Mostly because that Hi, I'm a Daisy comic. Yes, that's true. But I was thinking about that, though, because I feel like Zack and... Or Shadi, or whatever his name is, and Valent... Zack and Valent didn't know, like, Thalassa was still alive. I feel like they didn't. Yeah, I feel like they didn't either. I think they were both under the understanding that she was hella dead because she was shot in the face. Well, yeah, that, and also, like, Zack was super keen on shoving his kid on the first available living, breathing adult. (laughs) (laughs) By this, I mean Trucy now. So, like, I feel like if he had known that his brain-dead wife was still alive, he would have shoved Trucy off on her. But, like, oh, you got another kid to take care of? This one will be easy. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. But maybe he couldn't. Maybe if you know she got shot in the face, and he's like, "Uh, I don't want a comatose shot in the face, brain dead wife. Like, take her away, Magnifi." <laughs> and he goes like, "Okay." Ships her off to Borgania. He might as well think that she's dead, <laughs> or act uh. like she's dead. Well, I feel like then there would be like a. Because Valent for sure didn't know. No, Valent for sure doesn't know. Yeah, so I think there would have been an uneven amount of hatred on Magnify's part towards Zack. Whereas, like, him being like, hey, both of you come to my hospital room and shoot me in the face. I feel like that's an equal amount of hatred. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he hates them exactly the same. Did I say, wait, did I say hotel room? Because I definitely meant hospital room. (laughs) I don't know what you said, but I knew what you meant. Hey, come to my hospital room and shoot me in the face. (laughs) I was too busy making scales with my hands. Yeah, no, wait. Getting getting murdered in a hotel is not this case. Does anyone get murdered in a hotel? No, no, Mia gets across across the street from a hotel. Yeah, that's where Bell hops from. But but I think do we have any more theories from other people? No. Okay, that was it. So <laughs> good because I want to talk about mine now. Okay. <laughs> mine is similar, just in that I think Magnify was like 
just shipped her off. Like, I don't think there was, like, a kind personal touch to it. <laughs> he just shoved her in a crate? <laughs> I, think it more, I think it was more like this. He hated Zack and Valen so much. Yeah. That he was, like, like, he's sick of the, first of all, he's sick of them both, like, being in love with her or whatever. And he's already, like, I, I blame him a bit for the Apollo thing, too. So he's already like, well, I got rid of one of her kids. Now I have to deal with this other one. <laughs> so he hates Zack and Valance so much that he's like, well, let's have him, one of them kill her. So then I don't have to listen to them being in love with her anymore. And one of, and they can feel like crap. <laughs> so he, I feel like he loaded the gun. Because the, like, the gun was not supposed to be loaded, but it was loaded anyway, and it was only one of them, so they don't know which one actually shot her. Right. Remember? Yeah. So I feel like he loaded one of the guns, and then it didn't work, because she's still alive, so he's like, crap, what do I do now? (laughs) (laughs) So maybe he has this mob connection. He calls the mob, and they're like, well, we'll ship her off somewhere, and... She won't remember anything. Like, I'm sure there was a lot of hitting her on the head to keep her down. <laughs> well, okay. So, so wait, did she... Okay, so as as Lemoir, we still know Thalassa is still pretty. So she didn't get shot in the face. No, it must have been like the back of her head. You think it was... Was it in her head? Was Do we know it was a head wound? I don't know. I mean... Because I think I mean, she might have gotten shot in the chest from that little picture that we, we kept seeing. But why would that cause amnesia? I don't know. They hit her in the head. <laughs> why is she blind? Because they poisoned her. I don't know. <laughs> she's not actually blind. Oh, right. She's not actually blind. <laughs> that was a twist. That was that was the twist. So right. maybe, I mean, that's true. Maybe she's not... Maybe she didn't get shot in the head. Maybe she didn't get shot at all because magic. <laughs> because magic. She's magic. What if she got hit in like her chest with like? Well, no, because Magnif or not Magni, but Valance and Zach are both so convinced that she's dead. She must have actually gotten shot. They wouldn't like have hit her with a rubber bullet, and she like it like knocked the wind out of her, and she like collapsed and passed out, like. They would have noticed that there wasn't copious amounts of blood coming out of her. Yeah. Well, I think, like, also, like, if it wasn't... Because also, if she wasn't really shot, she would have had to be in on it. Yeah, yeah, she would have had to be in on it. Unless she's like, hey, Daddy, I'm really, really sick of this. I'm sick of these (laughs) two fuckers just pining for my attention. I'm sick of magic tricks. Daddy, can you please... I'm sick of being a mom. I'm sick of being a mom. Daddy, will you please shoot me? And he's like, all right, sweetie. All right. I'm on it. I'm on it. Because I love you. Oh. And I'm sick of magic, too. I really See, want... See, I feel like if it if it came out of love, then I think somebody else loaded the guns. Like, maybe Zack wanted to kill her, and then she was, like, half dead, and he was like, well... Magnifi was like, I don't trust these guys anymore around you. So he shipped her off to Borgania because maybe they had better medical attention. And that's how she got him. If we can know anything about the medical attention in <laughs> fucking Japanifornia, it's not that great. That's why it'd be Borgania, though. Borganian medical attention isn't as crappy as Japanifornian <laughs> medical attention. <laughs> Where you fall off a bridge and you get discharged the next day. 
Because <laughs> your doctor is a crazy patient who's been there for five years. Well, I think we know that he got discharged the next day because Phoenix definitely don't have no insurance. <laughs> Hell no, he doesn't, because they do not have universal health care in fucking Japanifornia. <laughs> no, and he got hit by a car and he had to stay in the hospital for a day. And then he left. <laughs> he just walked out the front door. <laughs> maybe he... <laughs> well, so, like, maybe he was... He had no insurance there either and he didn't want to pay for it. Or maybe, like, somebody... Like, Edgeworth rolled up and he was like, I'll pay for it. And then Phoenix was like, screw you and your health care. <laughs> <laughs> or Trucy's just like, come on, Daddy, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he needed hobo wine. <laughs> she was sneaking that in already, remember? Yeah, but she can only sneak in so many bottles of hobo wine. <laughs> She's got magic panties. What do you mean she can only sneak in so much? I'm just saying that why was he out getting hit by a car in the middle of the night anyway? It's because his hobo wine thirst could not be sated. <laughs> well, he was on the way to the 24-hour party store to buy more hobo wine. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Do we actually not know why Phoenix was out walking in the middle of the night? No, we have no idea. Okay. <laughs> it's because his hobo wine thirst could not be sated. I am not accepting any other answer for this. I'm not trying to give any. I'm just thinking, man, who is the person who works at the 24-hour party store and how tight are they with Phoenix? <laughs> They're probably super tight. It's probably Larry. <laughs> oh, it's probably Larry, and that's why we never see him again, because he actually got a job where no one gave two shits about him, except he gets mugged oh. probably, like, five times a week. I was gonna say maybe he got shot at the Hobo Wine store. <laughs> <laughs> or he got he got held at gunpoint at the Hobo Wine store, and he tried to give him the money, but he didn't have any, so he got shot. Probably. Probably. <sighs> and Edgeworth wouldn't know about it because Edgeworth <laughs> never goes to party 24-hour party stores or visits Larry. I bet you, because Phoenix and, and Trissy live in the wine cellar at this point, I bet you Edgeworth is like, just take some of the good wine, and Phoenix is like, no, and defiantly goes to the hobo wine store. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like, I want none of your stupid health care. He's like, none of your stupid good wine. <laughs> Phoenix is just, uh, he's just so hurt by Edgeworth flaunting his success all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure Phoenix had the same reaction when Ed when Edgeworth rolled up with a coat that was three feet longer than it was last time. <laughs> <laughs> three feet's a little much. Two and a half feet longer. Two and a half last. feet, which is so unnecessary. So unnecessary. We can talk about that in great detail later when we go back to Stephanie's beefs, but <laughs> it's a new segment of the show. <laughs> Stephanie's got beef. Well, yeah, but I can't name every episode beef something. But anyway, um, so do you think that the mob that um, Magna Phi is connected with is the Kedverinis, or do you think it's the Kitakis? I, I feel like the Kitakis would... First of all, they would have been more, like, I don't want to say graceful, but successful. <laughs> <laughs> like, they wouldn't have left her dumped in a foreign country with amnesia. They probably would have 
killed her or left her dumped in an alleyway with amnesia, and I don't think they would have saddled her with a disabled child. <laughs> so, okay, so because my memory is, is craptastic, the disabled child she saddled with, how did she get him? I don't know. How did she I come think... across, what's his freaking name, Maki? Machi. Machi. Yeah. yeah. How'd she get saddled with Hachimachi over there? <laughs> well, I Maybe. don't know, because Hachimachi, Hachimachi <laughs> plays the t- piano, and she sings, but I thought she only started singing to help his piano career, so they could lie to everyone that she was blind and make it sound cooler, and then he wouldn't be discriminated against for being a blind pianist. <laughs> Which, that makes total sense. <laughs> It's the stupidest thing you've ever heard because it's the stupidest thing you've ever heard. Uh, yeah, because it is. What if they just give you, like, in Borgania Clinics, they just give you a child, like, as a therapeutic, like, partner so they don't have to actually take care of you or give you bedside manners because they don't have time for nurses to sit around and talk to you. So you just get this, like, disabled child. Or maybe they were just, (laughs) like, um, hospital roommates or something. And then he's like, hey, I'm an orphan. And she's like, I'm Man, an orphan. Borgania is real third world. Yeah, okay, so they're hanging out on their dirt floor with 16 other people, <laughs> all right? Sorry. <laughs> At their hospital. <laughs> no, I mean... I mean, this just sucks. It sucks if you're Borganian. That's all. It just really sucks. Because yes, they I understand don't, it really sucks. They don't treat your amnesia. They just give you a blind person... <laughs> How do you treat amnesia? Pray tell. How does one treat amnesia? any given series of any given TV show is any indication, you give the amnesia person to their friends and let the friends deal with it. (laughs) So she's dropped off in a- she's shipped off in a crate. Someone busts- whoever poor person gets this crate goes, Oh my god, maybe someone gave me food for the rest of my life because I'm starving. (laughs) And they bust open the crate. And there's a blind person like, well, I guess I could eat this. And she goes, Wah, I'm not blind. And they're like, oh, sorry, I am. <laughs> I was hoping you were edible. <laughs> and she's like, who are you? Where am I? <laughs> who am I? Well, no. That's, cause, that's how they started the off. The person who opened the crate, the, the person who opened the crate said that entirely in Wingdings. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about so that. So I mean, <laughs> the other thing is, like, maybe Borgania wouldn't be as crappy as it was with no healthcare and dirt floors if they could speak in anything other than hieroglyphics. Are you talking shit about Egypt? Because fucking Egypt had their shit down. They started a lot of cool ass shit and they spoke in hieroglyphics. No, cause <laughs> No, cause Egypt did have it shit down but like, but like they spoke Egyptian hieroglyphics and Borgania speaks Wingdings, which is 1990s hieroglyphics. <laughs> oh no, so they're stuck with really bad slang is what you're telling me. Yeah, I mean they're still wearing parachute pants. Oh, and they're still listening to Hammer Time like it came out yesterday. Yeah, but they're really good at the Hammer Time dance, so. Yeah, I mean, they got that going for them. They're still real all about iced tea over there. (laughs) Not iced tea, vanilla ice. Both of them, actually. 
Vanilla ice. Iced tea and vanilla ice. They're super into iced tea and they... vanilla ice and Sprite. And sp- and Sprite. I don't know. I heard they had Squirt over there. Ugh, Squirt. I'll just stay squirt dehydrated. It. Ugh, deep cut too. Uh, <laughs> they also might have Fanta. Oh, wanna Fanta? No. Don't, don't you wanna? No. We have listeners who are probably 15 and going, what the fuck are they talking about? Sorry, Green Pepsi. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so we're all agree that Magnify's a jerk. Valesa probably got shot in the face because of him. Oh my god, wait, wait, one more. Ring pops. Okay, oh. continue. <laughs> what about push pops? Oh yeah, push pops. Fun dip. Fun dip is still around. Thank you very much. Yeah, but it's gross now. <laughs> was it never not gross? It wasn't when you were a kid and you didn't realize that you were just stuck in on your own spit. Uh, dot candy. Necklace candy. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So wait, do we, do we decide, did Magnafi shoot her? Did Zach, su- sh- did Zach shoot her? Or did she ask her daddy to shoot her? Or ask Zach to shoot her? I don't think she asked. I think, um, I think it depends on whether, well, here's a question that we have to figure out first. Did Magnify love her? Does a jerk, is a jerk capable of love? Yes. But Magnify. Well, not Zach, because Zach is capable of love, but he's horrible. Yes. He's capable of dick love, which is also... Because he did love Trucy. Yeah. Kind of. Arguably. Yes. I'm not going to argue against that he probably loved Trucy to some extent. Magnafi. What motive would he have, besides the one you presented to us, to shoot his daughter in the face? (laughs) I don't know. He really hated Zack and Valent. And then when the shooting the daughter in the face thing didn't work, he had them try and shoot him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It seems probable. It does seem really probable. (laughs) It's just such an awful thing. It's just such an awful thing. It could be like the uh, the Snow White. It could be like the Queen was told the Huntsman or whatever to go out and kill her, and then he had a heart, so he was like, "Uh." So then maybe she got shot and she was still alive, and he told the mob to kill her, and the mob was like, "Uh, I feel so bad about this. Ship you off to foreign country." Possibly. You know what? Let's go with that. Let's go yeah, with that. So, it's- so in that case, it could be the Kitaki mob. Although I feel like Magnafi would be in with the Cadverinis. Magnafi does seem to line up better with the Cadverinis than he does with the Kataki mob. I just want them to be yeah, around I mean, more. I love them. There could be still a mobster with a heart of gold in the Cadverini mob. It just wouldn't be Viola or Tigre or Grandpa Cadverini. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like I feel like it's a real Snow White situation and Magnafi is evil. Magnafi you're a fucking jerk. <laughs> Case close. Yeah. It was probably him who kicked Apollo out. Oh. He probably looked at Apollo and was like, no magic. <laughs> so wait, you think it's a Harry Potter situation with Apollo? There's no such thing as magic. Rip, rip brace, like rip, rip kid away from mom and goes to throw him a mom slips bracelet on before he gets thrown to lesbian moms. 
Yeah, and then it would make sense how the lesbian moms met at the Harry Potter premieres. <laughs> they felt it. They knew. They knew this baby was thrown away because there is such a thing yeah. as magic. It's love. Yeah. I like it. Perfect. Perfect. All right, let's take a break. And we're back. I'm Stephanie. My parents named me Alpha Grocery List. I'm Michelle, and I'm surprised, not blind, and also my dad hates me. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. <laughs> it's okay, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, good. Um, I have good news. What's the good news? I finished playing all of Dual Destinies. Yay! Yay! Except for the D- DLC case, which I did download, I just haven't played it yet. But that's okay, because we get to talk about everything else still. That's so exciting! Yay! Yay. Okay, so last time we left off, we we're I had just started the third case at Themis Academy, so we're going to kind of pick up back there. Okay. Uh, but I don't remember the last thing we talked about. Um, I know you mentioned that you thought that Robin kid was a girl. Oh yeah, so that was the biggest not spoiler, surprise, plot twist spoiler. <laughs> Robin turned out to be a chick. <laughs> so Yeah, uh, surprise. Surprise. Everybody in that school is a bunch of dumb fucks. You thought for a minute. Oh my god. Robin was a chick, or was a dude and not a chick. Well, like, that kind of goes with, I think I mentioned this last time, but like, it goes, it really goes with them playing with, like, the shonen genre and the shoujo genre, like, tropes, because Robin was totally a shonen protagonist, but a shoujo would never notice that a dude was a chick or a chick was a dude. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It's true. It's just all of my copious amount of time studying. We should, we should, we might have to clarify for non-anime people. <laughs> really? After all this time? Go ahead, clarify. <laughs> or do you want me to clarify? I can, I can do it. Uh, shonen is like manga and anime that's specifically targeted at boys and is like super actiony and full of swords and fighting and blood and shit. And the shoujo is, like, specifically targeted at girls, and it's about, like, love interests and dating and school. It's a lot more slice of life and shit. The art is generally just very pretty. The eyes are usually super large in shoujo. There's usually sparkles about or bubbles and shit like that. Well, usually in shonen, you have people punching each other in the face. People with six-packs who are fat, people with six-packs who are 12, people with six-packs who are 58, you know, just... Spiky hair. Spiky hair is usually your key indicator. Well, in shoujo, you usually have really long hair that's constantly blowing in non-existent wind. Now that that's clarified... (laughs) Yeah. Um, Other plot twists that really didn't get to me was uh, O'Connor being 26. That didn't get to you? 
No. I mean, it made me mad in the way that, hey, Japan, I don't know what your <laughs> rules are, but in America, <laughs> once you hit 21, you are legally not allowed to be enrolled as a high school student anymore. Yeah. It is illegal for someone over the, at 21 or older, to be enrolled in I a high school. I think that's what got to me, because I was, I was surprised, but in a sort of, like, I would, I kind of want to throw this against the wall sort of way. Cause like, he's, so he's 26, which means, and he has a job where he drives like a crane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a part-time job where he, he's a crane the, operator. Okay, the crane operator required a license and an age-like limit. And being a lawyer doesn't. <laughs> that that is more infuriating. Welcome to Stephanie's beefs. <laughs> but but at this point, to me, not surprising. Wait. So no, I'm not done yet. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So so he's 26, right? Right. So let's count on our hands how many people are younger than him in this series. Um, Apollo. Athena. Apollo. Athena. Trucy. Gavin. Gavin. Franzi. Trucy. Franzi. Phoenix when he started Um, law. Enterith when he started law. uh, Mia. And Mia when she started law. Mia when she, she died. died. <laughs> Good Okay, let's let's play the opposite game. Who's older than O'Connor? Simon Blackwell by two years. Okay. At this point, Phoenix and and um Edgeworth are older. Yeah. The Barely. other Gavin. <laughs> Kristoff. Wait, no. Is the other Gavin older? I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't remember. But it doesn't matter because he's probably dead. I don't know. He's probably dead. Yeah, that's who. Or he's in jail. That's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous that this kid is 26. (laughs) If they had told me he was 24. But we don't know if the judge's Canadian brother is older. He probably is. He looks older. <laughs> Judge's Canadian brother. He, eh, true. He's probably about forty. Okay. Um, and the murderer. What was his name? Not Professor Socrates. That wasn't his name. Means. Professor Means. Yeah. Means. <laughs> Aristotle Means. Aristotle Means. The other philosopher. Whatever. <laughs> Plato is a thing. Yeah, so, yeah, Plato was a thing. So was Silly Putty. I don't see the point. Why'd you bring that up? Because <laughs> I have a degree in it. <laughs> when am I going to use it? <laughs> on this shitty podcast? I mean, on this yeah, excellent paid for, podcast? Paid for this moment. <laughs> um, okay, so... Sorry, I flipped through my notes and I just saw space! Sorry, we're not there yet. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, I do have, I do have a note while we brought up Kristoff, which was, did Kristoff go to this school? Did this is, is this where he learned how to be evil? 
do they have a branch for that or not? <laughs> because if if uh, Clavier went to the school, did Kristoff go? Because he became evil. He must have gotten it from somewhere. <laughs> I don't think he became evil in the same way, though. Because, like, the the way that the school makes you evil is that they make you do whatever it takes to get a guilty verdict. And the way that Kristoff became evil was by being evil. <laughs> oh, Kristoff was 32 when we met him the first time. So, yeah, he was older. Oh, okay. Thank God. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so, I mean, so, okay, maybe he didn't learn how to be evil at this school, but it's quite possible. Oh, wait, Phoenix, when he got disbarred, was younger than this kid. (laughs) Oh, man. Phoenix's entire legal career happens before this kid's age, and he is in high school with high school girls. Yeah. And was okay with people thinking he had a crush on a high school girl. That's the creepiest thing I've ever heard. You know what? I wish it bothered me more because it honestly doesn't that much. <laughs> because it's Ace Attorney. <laughs> I know, I know. And it was, it was, in the end, it was harmless, but it was still effing creepy. <laughs> well, okay, actually, let me, let me, let me backtrack that. Let me take that back. Because now that I'm thinking about it, I am not yet 26. But I am definitely not a high school girl anymore. No. And I'm not saying you can have you you can't have friends in high school at this age. But I find it really hard to believe that you have two best friends, one that you may have not known was a girl or not. That seems a little weird. I yeah. don't think I don't think either of them knew Robin was a girl. Yeah, I think you're right. And and the and the other one a hippie? <laughs> like I guess you're all misfits and you guys want to band together, but you have your weird ass friendship bracelets as you're gonna be best friends forever. Are you really that immature emotionally, intelligently, that that you're okay with those things? Well, I think you have a fair point in they're gonna be best friends forever and they have permanent accessories ugly as shit accessories on their bodies (laughs) um but they don't know two key facts about each other which is one of their friends is a girl and the other one is a sickly dying hippie who is incapable of murder (laughs) i think they knew that she was incapable of murder they were pretty they were pretty spot on with they knew she didn't kill anybody that's true they probably knew she was sickly too because she does that thing where she breathes the sunflower yeah um, but, but that one was a girl and that the other was 26 and that you spent yeah. close FaceTime with that person that you're like, yeah, I believe that you are 14 like I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> can I also, also mention, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you sprout acne just like I do. Your voice uh. still cracks. Yeah. <laughs> You, oh my you God. still don't know what hygiene is. Well, that one that one's plausible. <laughs> um, plausible. The other the other point I have, I guess, is that they all have okay. So like, one of them's got an armband, and the other one's got a bracelet. Fucking O'Connor has the necklace around his neck. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck did he get that on? 
Because in the cutscene, we see that it comes like that. It's forged out of, like, clay. <laughs> How did he get that over his <laughs> noggin and onto his neck? Well, that's another thing about Hugh, is I, like, I think that he might be a superhero. <laughs> what? So maybe he's like Mr. Fantastic and he slips into it. Because that kid, that I'm sorry, that 26-year-old man <laughs> drew a longbow with his teeth. That's true. He does that. One-handedly. One, he holds a longbow with one hand and he draws the string with his teeth. And if that's not freaking Avengers material, I don't know what is. No, you got, you got a hella good point there. <laughs> so maybe he's just, like, Plastic Man or Elastigirl off The Incredibles. Maybe. Maybe O'Connor really is a superhero, and that's why he failed out of school the first time. And and then what happened was he they discovered his secret identity, and instead of letting that, like, making them have too many reasons to believe he was hiding something, he told them the 26th thing to throw them off the scent, whereas really he's a superhero. Ugh. <laughs> 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 oh. And he doesn't have a construction part-time job, he's actually fighting crime? But sometimes he works his construction job yeah. so that people don't get too questionable about it. Yes. Well, also, maybe... Well, he could have multiple secret identities in order to maintain his semblance of normalcy or whatever. But also, maybe, like, maybe he's the type of superhero who can generate clones of himself. So he has one clone working the crane so that the other clone of himself could do a superhero thing. But then he didn't prevent the death, so who even cares? <laughs> we never said he was good at being a superhero. That's true. He could be as bad at being a superhero as he is at being a law student, <laughs> or rather, a high school student. Because uh... he still hasn't graduated from high school. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um. The other. The other, I guess, very... Uh, I don't know how to, how to word this. So I'm just gonna say it very bluntly. 3D Gavin makes me uncomfortable, makes me uncomfortable because he's really hot. Uh, sorry about his voice then, huh? You know, yeah. Like, he does his, like, little hair flip, <laughs> and it's, it makes me uncomfortable because it's really good looking. But, his voice, I was so emotionally prepared for. So emotionally prepared for. I was, I was okay with it, because I knew it was awful, and I knew it was going to be brief. I'm glad you were very emotionally prepared for Gavin, though. I was. Because I think, yeah, his 3D sprite looks good, but his voice is awful, so I'm glad you were prepared for that. But yeah. I, I was worried. I thought he was going to sing. I thought they were going to have singing in that cutscene, so I did get worried, but they, they stopped. I was terrified about that. I was I wasn't ready for Gavin in this case. I was assuming it was the Edgeworth case because you had the two statues and you knew one was Phoenix and you saw a purpley one and you're like, "Oh, that must be Edgeworth." And it was Gavin. And I was so disappointed. <laughs> I thought that too. Yeah, it was Gavin. And I was yeah. so mad about it being Gavin when he started snapping. Yeah, it did. It did do the it Edgeworth, Edgeworth fake out. out, and then he did the snappy thing, and I was like, "Don't, <laughs> don't snap at me! 
Please, please, I'm very upset with you right now. Please don't snap at me. <laughs> well, I was really confused because uh, Gavin was like the defense's own personal detective this entire case. And I was like, Gavin, what is your angle? That was my thing, too. I thought he was going to, like, turn traitor on us or he was not a prosecutor anymore, turned out, or something, you know, like. But no, he was just being super helpful. And it was weird. Because we don't get help like that. Yeah, it was... It was super... I was expecting the same thing. Like, something weird to happen where he turns traitor on us. Or, like, something. But instead, like, I, I guess it just turns out he really liked that teacher. And this feeds into my reasons why I'm really sad about Clavier since this game. But we can talk about that later. Uh, yeah, I really do want to talk about that later. Um Yeah. Okay, I have some things I have some things I want to talk about. All right, hit me with them. But not a lot. It's not that bad. Okay, so most of most of it four things. Okay. Two of them are one-liners. <laughs> okay. Athena Sykes is psyched and ready to rock. <laughs> That's important and everyone needs to remember that. <laughs> it was it was um good. <laughs> No, it's super important. Um, face full of justice, Apollo style. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That is also super important, and everyone needs to remember that. Um, the magic panties are an easy bake oven. <laughs> I didn't want to ever think about that again. <laughs> um, and then Athena's PTSD is terrifying. Yeah, it is. Athena's PTSD is really heartbreaking and terrifying. Yeah, it was like her like her PTSD sprite is the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. It really is because we, you know, we see when we see Phoenix's absolute breakdown sprite where he's holding his head in his hands, that al- that always really gets me. That always really like hits me in a spot that I'm like, "No, Phoenix. Phoenix, no." Yeah. But Athena's is is terrifying on almost like a relatable level, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, maybe I watched too much anime. I don't know. But like, no, you can like, if like, I don't know. Maybe if you've ever like, if you've ever reached that like point where you're, I'm sure everybody at some point has a mental breakdown in their life, and you can like feel feel the same way for her like you just you, you can feel it for her yeah. it's just heartbreaking i think you're really it right because really like the phoenix one gets me and it got me worse in this game than it's ever gotten me before but like thena's i didn't even know her very well like i think she does it the first time in the very first case where she yeah where in the you know in the intro case and it's so scary and then you get it for longer in this case and you like her more so you're like oh no oh no yeah, so Athena's Athena's PTSD is scary. Like it's scary. It really does, and it and, you know it doesn't get better. It, like in theory, it might get better by like after the game, but you get it again in the case, like later cases, and it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really hard. Was that all four points that you had? Yeah, no, that's it. I'm done with highlights, I think. <laughs> fun times, fun times, sad times. It's fun times, fun times, sad times. 
Why do I have like a million notes for this this case? I just have so many. <laughs> I do I do digress to going, hey Michelle, why am I Junie? Like in my notes, Michelle, am I a snitch? Is that why? Is that why you think I'm a snitch? Huh? The only note I have about Junie explicitly in this case is um is Juniper her Larry? <laughs> is Junie the Larry to Athena's Phoenix? Uh... The judge did uh, sustain an objection, which has never happened before. I thought oh, that yeah. was pretty monumental. <laughs> I saw that, and I think I said, um, I said the judge, this is, this feels like the judge in this case, I mean, aside from all of the bullshit that he, ha- that happens, is he feels like an actual judge when he says, like, he has one day where he's like, okay, we've had three goddamn confessions on the stand at once. F this, get your shit together, prosecution and defense, court is adjourned for the day. I was like, that's what a real judge would do. (laughs) A real judge would be like, fuck you. (laughs) Get out of my courtroom. (laughs) Yes. There's also, like, a lot of great... I mean, there's a lot of great one-liners, and there's a lot of great interactions between characters in this case. Like, there's a lot of good, like, um, Clavier and... And Athena moments, like they kind of like grow out, and it's kind of nice. Um, yeah, there's I did also like that. there's also like things with Blackwell and Fulbright where he's like, "Hey, expect to see a raise," and I was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> excuse me." And then I got worried about Gumshoe because I'm sure he's on the streets at this point because <laughs> he can't yeah. afford to eat. But maybe he's not. I don't know. I miss Gummy. Yeah, I and did like yeah. I liked Fulbright in this case, like, specifically that part where him and Athena are shouting at each other from three floors away while school is in session. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that part was great. That was real good. I think, well, I think there is one more thing is, side like, Apollo gets sidelined a lot in this case, you know what I mean? Yeah, he does. I see what you mean. Like, the big court moment for him is the mock trial with Gavin. And then, like, he's not really in court. He's your assistant in court, because Athena's behind the bench. Yeah. So, but I, like, that's sad and all. I love Apollo, but I love Sidelines Apollo, because he doesn't give a fuck, and he cracks wise constantly. All he does the entire time is be sassy. I'm like, yes, Apollo, this is your calling. (laughs) The problem, the, the one, the one major complaint, and it's not a major point, but it's an important point. This is, this is very hurtful that this entire game did not cash in on how all Fulbright says is, injustice we trust, and Apollo doesn't touch it. Apollo, your last name is Justice. I was waiting for that. They're probably just waiting for an opportune moment for that, and they never cashed in on it. I waited for that the entire game, like, for the entire game. For Apollo to be like, or at least in one of the crime scenes, for Apollo to be like, well, I'm justice, so trust in me, and then just walk through. That's what I wanted! Oh, That's what I wanted so bad, it hurts! That's all I wanted, the whole game, and it never happens. It never happens. Yeah. It makes me really, it makes me really upset, and really sad, and really just, you guys. <laughs> I do like how Blackwell just kind of leaves the courtroom, because he doesn't want to deal with bullshit. He just walks away, goes for a walk. <laughs> I thought that was good. I thought that was good. I just, I really love Blackwell. He, like, really won me over. Blackwell is um, great. And then, like, like when at the part at the end when they start wrapping Athena up in, in pink fabric so that she can do poses and stuff. Yeah. 
Like, everyone makes fun of the bondage joke. But, more importantly, is, like, I was like, why is Blackwell putting up with this? And then I realized, oh, it was so everyone could make puns about the color pink. I was like, yes, Blackwell just wants to make puns the entire time. Totally valid reason. (laughs) (laughs) Because Blackwell, like, cracks himself up with his own puns. So, of course. Of course. Yeah, it's like, I totally, whenever Blackwell, I'm like, why the hell is Blackwell putting up with this? I'm like, oh, it's so he can laugh at his own jokes. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. I totally understand Blackwell. <laughs> um, so, so we have, we have Miriam Scuttlebutt. <laughs> oh. I'm really upset that they didn't try harder on her last name. However, whatever. <laughs> we have Scuttlebutt. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, but it was glaringly obvious to me that her theme song is a remix of the Pink Panther song. <laughs> well, they did that, and they made they made very, very obvious um, Metal Gear Solid jokes about her. They were not very obvious to me. I have never played a Metal Gear. <laughs> you didn't? I have written right here, there's someone or something in this box, and then a, don't let it be a snake. Oh. And then that- she hisses the whole time. Like a snake. I wrote in my notes, why is Apollo specifically afraid of snakes? <laughs> and now it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that one just flew right over me. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, we can spend forever talking about Professor Means, the, the, the crappy school system, why we feel bad for Gavin. Um, but this podcast has gotten really, this episode has gotten really long. Yeah, so we will talk about those things later. Yeah, I'll do it later. Um, should we just take a break? Yeah, let's do that. And we're back. I'm Stephanie. I am not Roman. It's Romaine. I am Michelle, and I am the worst mom ever. (laughs) It's okay. You're still better than the worst dad ever. That's true. My dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you had the worst husband ever, so honestly, maybe you're just a product of your environment. Yeah. It's a sad life. (laughs) It's okay. At least you're not blind. (laughs) True. Oh no, we start the episode with being mean to disabled people, we end the episode with being mean to disabled people. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm a big believer in coming full circle. (laughs) Just bookends. Just bookends, you know? Just make sure you know where you came from. You know your roots. You know where we started. It's also like a sitcom. You, you, You go back to square one. You know, we're, ne- we're we're changing, but we're really static. <laughs> and we're ecstatic that you just listened to our entire podcast and didn't turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> so if we were ever a sitcom, listener and me, then you could be fat and funny, and I'd just be the annoying wife who could keep her mouth shut. Yeah. Do I sound like a fat person to you? <laughs> no, I said audience. Audience can be the the horrible, fat, funny person. Not that our audience is horrible, but that's the easy job. 
Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we just want to. I hate all of this. I hate this entire joke. Yeah, can we, that's why I'm leaving it. That's why I was saying I'm ecstatic that people still listen. <laughs> and I, it's so ecstatic that I think that you should I'm rate and review us on iTunes. I'm just gonna keep going, Michelle. I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> You should rate and review us on iTunes, because now that we have our new page, we lost all of our fantastic reviews. And so, it'd be so great if you just didn't mention how terrible and mean we were on that review, and you just said great things about our podcast. Just five-star, great things, super good humor, super nice. And if you don't feel like doing that, but you should do it anyway, you can... You know, follow us on Tumblr at objectivethis.tumblr.com. Uh, maybe we'll have other stuff eventually, but that's the main place. Uh, you can email us whenever we can tell you our questions. Uh, actually, wait, we should probably talk about the question. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Let's do Please, that. Please, anything else. <laughs> anything else. Um, I'm going to put you a question for the next episode. Hey, Michelle, what's that question? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think... Now, because now we're in the thick of it, we're in the thick of Dual Destinies, I think any, like, any general discussion topics that you guys have that you want to hear about Dual Destinies, send them our way, because, like, not, like, lightning round stuff, not stuff that's, like, who's your favorite character, but, like, super interesting long-term discussion topics, like, the the ends justifies the means theory, or, like, the power vacuum after red-white, stuff like that. So, if you have any, like, big, huge questions, send them to us, we will talk about them. Yeah. Yeah, we absolutely, because there's a lot of stuff going on, and this this can go on for a long time. Yeah, um, and we haven't even hit that space case. We haven't even hit space. But we will. You can send any of those questions to us. You can send them to our ask at t- in Tumblr, or you can send it to our Gmail at objectivethispodcast at gmail.com. And if you don't want to be on iTunes, you can always find us at our new host at Podcast Garden. I don't know what the URL is for that, Michelle. What is that? Our our URL is uh, podcastgarden.com slash podcast slash object to this. It's a lot of slashes, but it's there. Yeah, it's two slashes. It's okay. You can handle it. <laughs> I don't know if I... I can barely handle the responsibility of recording this episode. <laughs> and I'm not... I Like, I didn't say backslash or forward slash because I don't know the difference... It's the regular slash, the one that's on the question mark, not the stupid one up by your backspace button. The regular one by the shift button and the period. <laughs> that one. That button right there. Right there. Yeah, this this one. Can you hear it? That one. <laughs> yeah, for those audio audio people who are blind. <laughs> oh god damn it. <laughs> anyway. Um don't send us badge ballads to yet. Hold off. Start thinking about that. But but don't send them to us, because I will delete them. I'm not going to look at them yet. Because we ain't ready yet. Yeah. Start yeah. Start um, thinking about badge ballads. It'll be soon. And then, since ASUN is coming up, if you have any questions that you would want to ask a cosplayer, send them our way. Yeah. Because we're going we're gonna to find some people and we're going to ask them some questions. We're going to do it. We're going to do it this year. Yeah, seriously. Oh, wait, of course. We'd like to thar- thank Dark Shadow Rage 2 off the YouTubes for the use of our theme song. Uh, hey there, Detective Gumshoe Remix song. <laughs> hey there, was... Detective Gumshoe Remix song. <laughs> pal. I forgot the pal. 
<laughs> hey, pal. Detective Gumshoe Remix. I was doing so good. Did you hear how good I was with everything else until now? You were doing good, yes. Um, and then I'd like to thank Michelle for for putting uh, Manfred von Carmel's song at the very end. <laughs> it's gonna be beautiful. Um, and thank you guys once again for listening to our podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So yeah, just email us, send us an ask, uh, find us, you know, tell tell people, tell people that this this podcast is fantastic. Word of mouth is always a great way to spread <laughs> podcasts. Maybe don't lead with the blind thing. <laughs> Maybe don't lead with this episode. Maybe lead with a better episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle. And that was object to this, so why don't you object to that? Thank you.